Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome everybody to Weisscast. Whatever week it is, whatever day it is, it's quarantine time, baby. Uh, I think it's Friday, but it might not be. It's definitely and, Friday. And I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with my co-host. Hey guys, it's Bryant, and it's definitely Friday. Good to know. I, I don't think calendars exist anymore. Uh, we've become a primal society, and we, have, we rely on DoorDash and... Uh, the, the dashers all use horses. Um, I have to send a carrier pigeon every time I want food with, with pennies attached to its leg and, and food gets there three days later. So I, so I end up not eating for three days at a time. Welcome mm-hmm. to quarantine, everybody. I don't I feel like only a, a few of those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know which ones. <laughs> See this? See this right here? It's my it's my tip for my next door dasher. All right, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So, uh, but yeah, uh, this week has been another week in quarantine. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not really good or bad. It's just, it's just existing. Gorgeous. Yeah. And that, uh, that quarantine is going to uh, go uh, statewide here in about two hours. Yeah, it is. Y'all better go get your toilet paper. Get your toilet paper before you your know. shelter and stay happens. Because, you know, you, you breeze through toilet paper whenever coronavirus hits, that respiratory disease. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing prepares you for a respiratory disease like unlimited amounts of toilet paper <laughs> people are so dumb man yeah. but you know what i'm thankful for the the grocery store workers the the healthcare providers and the workers that are doing all they can to get us through this this time of quarantine yeah. uh this pandemic uh got got friends who are in the medical field and they're all they're all doing great taking on like you know, extra hours if needed. Um, I know people who, who, I don't know them personally, but I know people who know people that have volunteered to go to really affected places like New York um, and help out the, any way they can there. And it's just really cool to see that how this huge national tragedy, this pandemic, is bringing people together um, in ways that I haven't seen in a very long time in America, and it's just really cool. Yeah, this worldwide tragedy. Yeah, worldwide tragedy. You're right. It's it's bigger than just America. Um, we just happen to live in America, so like that's like the main place we see it yeah. um, in in our news. Um, I know that CNN has a this just terrible counter. <laughs> they have. Yeah, they need to take that down. Like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> Death toll worldwide, infected toll worldwide, death toll in America, infected toll in America. And, you know, they really need to have a 
they need to have a tracker that says people who have recovered. Because that, I mean, why can't you have plenty of room in the graphic just, you know, make the numbers a little bit smaller? Like, yeah. just spreading fear that way, man. And but, there, are, there are a significant amount of people that have recovered. Yeah, there are. It's it's a really high rate of recovery. Yeah. Um, that should be said. <laughs> I'm gonna gonna quote the president real quick and say, no. "CNN is fake news. That's why their ratings are going down. They don't even they don't even carry my press conferences anymore. It's just fake news. They're all a bunch of liars." So, yeah, everybody, welcome to CoronaCast. CoronaCast, I, yeah. You know, the, 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 you know, it was funny that the president the other day, you know, he was being asked about, um, you know, he and his whole, like, coronavirus kind of team had talked about how they had tested 1.1 million people mm-hmm. in the United States for coronavirus. Um, and... In one of his press conferences, one of the reporters said, well, I think the issue that a lot of Americans are having with these numbers that you're that you're putting out is that even though you have tested 1.1 million people in the United States, you're still testing a lower amount of people per capita than countries like China and South Korea. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what people are concerned about, that we're not testing enough people quickly enough. And his response was South Korea I know a lot about South Korea. You want to know how many people live in Seoul? And the reporter's like, how many people live in Seoul? He's like, 38 million. About 10 million people live in Seoul. <laughs> he says, he says, uh, he says the wrong thing with so much confidence. It's, it's borderline inspiring. It really is. I love it, man. I love it. But enough about CoronaCast. Yeah, let's get back to Weisscast, the unofficial <laughs> podcast of Stanley Fauci's... Stanley Fauci's? Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci. I was thinking Stanley Tucci. I mean, I, man, I just <laughs> ru- ruined the joke. Welcome back to Weisscast, the unofficial podcast of Anthony Fauci's synagogue. I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with Brian Stinson. <laughs> just started the whole thing. <laughs> Can we just go do the joke? <laughs> We're going to go on to the Siri joke of the day. Today, I'm going to make sure that my Bluetooth is off. Stanley Tucci. I've heard it all. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tell me a joke. Why do ghosts love to eat health food so much? Because it's supernatural. Supernatural, huh? I get it. I understand. I get it. I, I understand it. Well, all right. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go into from around the web, and I'm actually going to see if I can get some music for us. Ooh. <laughs> time for some news. Uh, uh. This past week, John Krasinski, uh, he's been in multiple things, uh, got his 
real start on The Office playing Jim, but he's also played Jack Ryan recently in the Amazon series, and uh, he's the director of both A Quiet Place movies, uh, with the other one which got delayed, of course, but um, really well-known actor. Um, started a new a good news only show on YouTube called Some Good News uh, this past Sunday, and it was incredible. I don't know if you've had the chance to watch it. It's well worth your, it's well worth your fifteen minutes. Um, in the in the show, he just compiles uh, good news from all around the world that he finds on the internet that people send to him. Um, he had Steve Carell on as they celebrated the 15th anniversary of The Office. Um, he also had this little girl that just recently uh, finished her last round of chemo for leukemia. Um, and all the stories that he shared were just really powerful and they were just all good news. And it, it just brought so much joy to me personally. And I know that it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people on the internet who saw it. Um, it's really well done. His, his daughters just uh, designed the logo. Um, and, you know, in, in times like we're in, it's, it's really easy to just see the news and like, just be super depressed. Um, but there's a lot of good news still happening. Um, I've seen so many pregnancy announcements or, um, um, I've like I've seen engagements. I've seen people, you know, eloping, <laughs> which <laughs> who knows if that's good news or not. But uh, you, there's so much positive happening. There's stories of people coming together and supporting others in their communities. Um, there's just so much good still happening, and it's it's nice to have a voice as big as John Krasinski's highlight it for those of us that um, might not have that, that big of a voice. Yeah. You know, and, and there is a lot of, you know, it, it, it seems like it's so easy to get your hands on like, really bad news, especially when with all the stuff, the coronavirus at the, at the kind of the front and center of our attention right now. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's, important to note that you know we we do need to continue to consume as much good news as possible um so i'll definitely be watching be keeping mm-hmm. track of got of, of this now that I, I didn't even know about it but now i'll be i'll be watching this of course and if you're a big social media person um there are many different um things that you can follow on twitter and instagram and facebook that would kind of keep you um, up to date with a lot of good things that are happening. I know two that I follow on Instagram are Tanks Good News and and uh, Upworthy. Mm-hmm. Those those two those are two that I follow pretty close, and I like what they I like what they post a lot. So yeah, just you know, um, find yourself some good news. It's it's hard to it's hard to find good news when everything seems really awful right now. But it, it's just be good for everybody to just kind of kind of do the digging and the searching to, to find some things that will lighten, you know, brighten up their day. Mm-hmm. So from good news to 
bad news. <laughs> uh, we are a podcast of stark contrasts. We are. We, we stark contrasts. Um, the The Last of Us was probably one of the most celebrated video games of this past uh, console generation. Yeah, and um, people have been have been dying to get their hands on Last of Us Two. And I think earlier in January or so, we got a little bit of a teaser for Last of Us 2. with, uh, And it was supposed to come out in March. March. Yep. And then it got pushed back to May. And now due to coronavirus, The Last of Us 2 has been indefinitely delayed by Naughty Dog. Um, yeah, there was a... Uh, I'll actually pull up the tweet really quick. From Naughty Dog. And Neil Druckmann said something as well. Yeah. And it says and it, and it says this. It says, as you've, as you've likely just seen, the release of The Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We've waited to reach out to all of you in the community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development, and we're in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with finishing this game, we're faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch this game to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play the game around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we could, sh- we could solve these logistical issues. Yeah. They said they're really bummed about the decision and everything, and ultimately they wish um, everyone's, everyone's families... And the friends, the best of health, and thanks for being amazing fans and for their con- and for continued support. So, um, really, really bad news um, for people who love PlayStation and love PlayStation exclusives, and there are some mm-hmm. really high quality ones. But um, the good news is that once all of this blows over, and it will blow over eventually. Um, we're gonna have some really stellar things to look forward to. That's mm-hmm. gonna be great for everybody. So, yeah, and they didn't. They they said it, they said it more eloquently. They didn't like out, outright say it, but I mean, essentially, the logistics problems that they're likely having are they just they can't print discs. Yeah, uh, and get discs shipped. Um, and a lot of people wonder, oh, why don't they just? sell it digitally is because there are a high percentage of people that still buy physical games enough to get the game delayed indefinitely. Um, they, Sony's smart. They, they know their fan base. They know who's buying physical, who's buying uh, digital releases. And um, just the fact of the matter is most people um, still buy physical. And a lot of people like, um, to trade in uh, at stores like GameStop. I don't think Best Buy does their trade-in program anymore, but I think Amazon still does theirs. Um, they, they like to be able to trade games in when they're done with them. Um, but, yeah, it, it does it does suck, although I, I honestly haven't played the first Last of Us. Um, I've been meaning to. It's just on my backlog, and now that I have time, I'm playing other games on my backlog. But um, yeah, it does suck. And um, who knows? Maybe at this rate, the TV show will come out first. Um, sure. 
But yeah, it, it, it's disappointing, and I, I just I really hope that it doesn't affect any other major um, releases. Like I know Ghost of Tsushima is supposed to come out in June. Um, can't think of any other. Oh, I hope it doesn't affect any Nintendo releases that are sl- slated for the end of May, which is around when The Last of Us was supposed to come out. Yeah. Uh, but here we are in in this new reality. Um, yeah. Luckily. There still are, like, pretty much infinite games to play at this point. Like, you could find something to scratch your itch for a story-driven, um, you know, action game. Which is uh, funny. Which is funny that you say that because I don't know if you saw, but about an hour or so ago, um, the EA Star Wars Twitter page tweeted out like a buttload of Jedi Fallen Order codes. For Xbox, PlayStation, and Origin. That's crazy. But they did it for Xbox. They did it for PlayStation in North America and PlayStation in Europe and for Origin. And there's just a ton of codes. They were just like, hey, we know you're staying inside playing, wanting to play some games. Mm-hmm. So here's a bunch of codes for Jedi Fallen Order. It, it was amazing <laughs> to see them do that. Just sent out a whole bunch of codes. It was really cool. I know I just briefly mentioned Nintendo, but Nintendo is actually the topic next. So, um, but also that's really amazing of EA because EA is not known to do cool things like that. Um, what happens when they make millions on a good game? <laughs> yep. Uh, let's just hope they don't screw up Jedi Two. Um, yeah. Nintendo uh, announced earlier this week. Uh, I don't know if it was really announced. It might have been just leaked. But um, it's definitely leaked. <laughs> there are remasters of Mario games um, coming later this year. And uh, the speculation is that one release will be a cartridge filled with a remaster of Mario 64, a remaster of Mario Sunshine, and a remaster of the original Mario Galaxy. That will be one cartridge. And then another cartridge with the remaster of Super Mario 3D World for Wii U. Um, I love... I, I've played all but 3D World, and I love yeah. all these games. Uh, or all, you know, the first three. Um, they're incredible. Mario Odyssey... Or Mario um, Sunshine is on par... is on a topic that we will talk about later. But... Um, I'm very stoked for these games because I I really love Mario Odyssey. It's a lot of fun. Um, I hadn't bought a 3D Mario game since Galaxy, and that had been 10 years before Odyssey came out. Uh, And it was so much fun, and I'm really looking forward to playing these games in HD on Switch. Um, Maybe... (laughs) <laughs> maybe it'll convince me that Mario 64 is as good as a lot of people claim it is. I think it's kind of overrated, but it's still wow. fun. Yeah, I think, yeah, Mario 64 is my least favorite on that compilation. There, I said it. Wow. Sunshine Galaxy 64, right there, baby. Um, Sunshine's real good. <laughs> Sunshine's so much fun. Um, and I, I just... You know, I don't care what other games are coming out this fall. My sixty bucks is going towards this. You know. Well, the funny thing is, I think 
I like when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's super cool that they're remaking a lot of Mario 3D games. But then I saw that it has been confirmed that there is a new Paper Mario game in the works. Yes. I yes. love Paper Mario. <laughs> and all they said is bringing the series back to its roots. And that's all they had to say. Oh, dude. I love Paper Mario. So they really much. dropped the ball with the last couple entries. And um, people say that the last like truly great entry was uh, Thousand Year Door, which was the second one. Thousand Year Door uh, was so good. It's so much fun. I actually am watching Chugga Conroy play through Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door right now. Dude, I'm watching him play through Mario and Luigi uh, Partners in Time. Man, see? Dude. Give me a good old Chugga plug. Chugga Conroy. Man, what a guy. <laughs> he's so good. He's so he is, funny. He's, he's so um, funny. <laughs> but we haven't had a Mario RPG game in I don't know how long. So... This is huge, um, and if that also comes out this year, whew, all of I, these games are supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah, all, I'm looking at my stack of Switch games right now. <laughs> Dang, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my I was thinking about getting Mario Odyssey, and I probably still will at some point. But I was like, oh man, Galaxy sounds way more fun. <laughs> If it requires motion controls, though, I might be screwed because I have a I have a Switch Lite, and I just tried to do a dungeon on Zelda Breath of the Wild that required motion controls the other day, and I literally almost frisbeed my Switch Lite out of a window. It was so ridiculous. Oh, you can you don't have to use motion controls. Well, I I had to tilt it, uh, I had to tilt, and it was it was it was so bad. It was the one where you're trying to get the ball. From uh-huh. phase over mm-hmm. to the it was so it took me like twenty minutes. <laughs> I was so mad. And I know there are more of those in this game, and I just don't mm-hmm. want to. Parker's been talking about getting a switch and getting Animal Crossing because he realizes all the games that he plays are competitive and he really just wants a game that he can relax and play. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Animal Crossing is a great game. And their bunny <laughs> event is happening right now. So Yeah, I've I found a lot of Easter eggs. Like like Easter eggs, like hidden things, or like actual Easter eggs? Actual Easter eggs, but they're oh, also okay. technically hidden. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, what What is it? Like the little town center, wherever, uh, like you go see Tom Nook? Yeah, Nook's Inc. or whatever. Little, Nook's little Inc., town. like whatever. He, uh, He's yeah, a shark, like, by the way. Yeah. Shark. I, they just upgraded from the tent, and now they're, they're constructing. And I don't know where to go check in to get my daily 300 Nook Miles. And <laughs> I'm wondering if I can go visit a friend's island and check in there. Because uh, I need that daily 300, man. You feel me? <laughs> Trying to get these Nook Miles, okay? Yeah, I need to get more bells so I can pay off my second thing of debt for my house. Yeah, I haven't paid off my second thing of debt. <laughs> It's so bad. I got out of debt. I, I got that first debt so fast. And then uh-huh. like 98,000 bells, huh? All right, I'm in. <laughs> I paid like half of it. I've actually found the mythical rock that has like 5,000 bells in it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Six, there's one that's 60? 16. I think the, oh. the, 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 uh, the money rock. Yeah. 
yeah, if you if you strike it continuously over and over again, it's supposed to spit out sixteen thousand one hundred bells. Oh well, I haven't found that one. I found one with five thousand pretty consistently. Okay. So Yeah, I haven't. I need to. I'm looks like I'm making my rounds after this is over. But folks, this isn't crossing cast. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on to the next uh, topic. But you know, if you want us to talk more about Animal Crossing. Um, we'll link our friend codes in the description. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? So, Disney Plus has uh, been doing pretty good, mm-hmm. and um, The Simpsons hitting Disney Plus was um, a really big deal. But um, one of the one of the interesting things about that is that a lot of people. And they saw that The Simpsons was coming to Disney Plus, and they were wondering if Disney would be would do well by Simpsons fans and by the series as a whole, the series that's been around for so long and is just so well loved. Um, and in classic Disney fashion, they didn't. Um, <laughs> turns out that um, they started to stream. They streamed every episode of the simpsons but one in um 16 16 by 9 aspect ratio Mm -hmm. Um, and the the thing about that it that probably doesn't sound like a big deal but the thing about the simpsons is that the first 19 and a half seasons of the simpsons um which is about 400 something pre-hd episodes so I think so. I think there are 661 episodes of The Simpsons currently on Disney Plus. So yeah. that would be about 429 of those um, aired in four by three mm-hmm. aspect ratio. And Disney basically just took every episode of The Simpsons and stretched them all mm-hmm. to 16 points to 16 by nine. And the crazy thing about that is that there are a lot of sight gags in The Simpsons that you will miss because of the stretching of the ratio. Um, one of the ones that somebody posted in the article that I that I found this in was that um, that one of the big visual jokes that you miss is that um, there are people in the in the Duff Brewery, and there's a guy showing people around, mm-hmm. and there's a sight gag that you would miss. In sixteen in sixteen by nine, but in four in four by three, it shows that Duff Duff Light and Duff Dry are all go coming are all are being fed into by the same tube. The same <laughs> tube is feeding all three types of yeah. Beer. Um, but if you but you couldn't see that in sixteen by nine, and so Disney has um, addressed this, and they said that they would be. Um, fixing this by November, and then November turned to late spring, and now late spring is turning to the end of May. So by the end of May, the episodes you're supposed to be able to see in 4 by 3 you're going to be put in 4 by 3 and the rest will be in 16 by 9 Which, very technically speaking, end of May is late spring. Just in the south, it, it feels like beginning of summer. It, it is late spring, but like, come on now, Disney. Come on, man. Come <laughs> late, on. late Late spring, just say May. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, just say, just do it. They wouldn't uh, tell people. They wouldn't tell people. You know, mid holiday season for Mandalorian season two. They would nope. say October. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, there you go. 
Come on, Disney. Uh, you know, I I personally don't mind watching in 16 by 9 because I've watched The Simpsons like on FX in, for years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. People are wanting the format war. Um, just bring back the dang episode with Michael Jackson. It's so funny. It's the funniest episode. <laughs> I have seen that one. <laughs> it's so freaking funny. Just who cares? The man died. It's it's a funny episode. Okay. Um, also, um, one of our favorite shows. Um, so this was tweeted out earlier by James Roday and Dulé Hill that starting next Wednesday, mm-hmm. USA will be streaming every episode of Psych ever made. Nice. I'm so excited. They're streaming seasons one and two together starting next Wednesday on USA. Let's go. So so for those of you who don't have Amazon Prime Video, you just watch a little bit of WWE NXT next Wednesday and then watch what you all came for, some psych. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. If you care about the WWE, you know, WrestleMania is this weekend, so there's that. It's on Saturday. It's Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Filmed in front of no studio audience. Yeah, which is going to be awkward. (laughs) It's going to be really awkward. Um, (laughs) But this isn't WrestleMania cast. This isn't WrestleMania cast, but we are brought to you by the First Amendment. The First Amendment, thanks. Um, PS5 price has been leaked, and it's shockingly cheap. You have a guess? Have you have you read the article? Is it three ninety nine? $3.99. $3.99. Man, $3.99 for a PS5. I know, man. You can go get that Wendy's 4 for 4 or you can get a PS5. Sheesh. Yeah, I prefer a Wendy's 4 for 4. <laughs> <laughs> I like sustenance for, for one meal. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, you know, years of gaming joy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't even have Last of Us 2 yet. So It's, it's fair. It's going to be a launch title at PS5 at this rate. Yeah, it's true. At this rate, they keep pushing it back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, this is this is a very competitive price, especially with the rumors of Xbox Series X being five six hundred bucks. Um, I doubt that Series X will come down that low. Uh, I I feel like it's going to be a four ninety nine uh, console. Um, but with the price being this low for PlayStation 5, I'm thinking about trading in my PlayStation 4 and pre-ordering this guy. Um, I've recently gotten like pretty into my PS4. Um, just realized how many games that I haven't played. Um, and it's it's been a lot of fun. And I don't like... I'm not very like console allegiant. Or at least I should claim that I'm not. I just kind of play where my... like where I have the most friends playing, um, and that's been Xbox, um, especially this generation. Um, but, you know, four ninety nine is a pretty... I mean, three ninety nine is a pretty attractive price, and especially yeah. especially if I can get, you know, $200 towards that with a trade-in, you know? Um, so, who knows? Maybe your boy will be a launch day PS5 owner. Um, does, does the PS5 price attract you at all um i know that you had a ps4 and then sold it um 
but would you would you be wanting to come back to PS5? Oh, 110% if it's that cheap. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's exactly what PlayStation did to Xbox for this past for, for the current gen. Mm-hmm. PlayStation PlayStation was initially cheaper than Xbox One yep. when it was first released, and I think that that led to the success of Sony's um, selling the like numbers selling wise mm-hmm. um, for however long. And so, and from from the looks of it, the Xbox Series X is looking like quite the quite the console. So this is one way that mm-hmm. Sony can combat that. Just try to stay competitive. Yeah, so Xbox is not touting the Series X, or they don't think of themselves as, like, console makers. They think of themselves as, like, a platform. Yes. Um, And so there's been rumors of a, like, mid-tier, like, slightly less powerful box being released around the same time as the Series X that they haven't announced yet. And I think that... This one would be about the same as the PS5 as terms of like power and price and all that stuff. And the Series X would be that five or six hundred dollar box. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the mid tier thing is real or not, but um, you know, I don't have like an 8K TV or anything, so I don't like I don't need like the Series X. It'd be nice to have it. Um, I just don't need it. The um, the only thing that PlayStation I don't like is like I, I don't like their <clears throat> interface as much as I like Xboxes, and I don't know if it's because oh I'm gosh. more used to Xbox. No, the the PlayStation UI is awful. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. You know, we have a mutual friend. You know, a good guy, Justin, not Justin, mm-hmm. who was on the podcast, but a different <laughs> Justin. You're and and he he loves PlayStation. He swears by it. And I remember telling him, like, user interface is terrible. I don't understand why on PlayStation, when I update my game, I have to I have to download the update. And then after I download the update, I have to wait for the update to copy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that's a thing. Yeah, it's so it's dumb. Not a thing. It's not a thing on Xbox. I don't understand why when someone sends me a party invite on PlayStation, when I hold down the PS button to open that invitation that it doesn't just take me straight into the party. Instead, it takes mm-hmm. me to the screen that asks me if I want to accept the invite. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Xbox, if you receive the invitation, if you just hold down the Xbox button, it takes you straight into the party. Yep. Just, just those little, like those, those, those extra steps. They just need a few quality of life updates and yeah, just, just a few. And it, it, I mean, it'd be a great platform. Um, but they got great games. They do have great games. And, yeah. The the store. Um, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> the store is slow, but I feel like the layout makes sense. Um, the layout does make sense, but it's it's super slow. It's super slow. I prefer the layout and of the store on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Every anything that has any anything to do with quality of life, um, when it comes to Xbox Live, is Xbox got it down. Now mm-hmm. games, PlayStation probably is doing a little bit better, but. Yeah. Um, as far as exclusives go. Mm-hmm. Um, but Xbox about to come out here swinging with exclusives, man. Yeah, coming out swinging. I'm so looking forward to it. Let's move on to your next topic. Yeah, so tell me about this whole thing you saw on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. So I saw a friend tweet her top four 
yeah. uh, favorite games. So I decided to quote the tweet and tweet my top four. Who started it? Stone. Oh, Stone Mountain 64. Stone Mountain 64, it. yeah. Of course he did. Um, he has some suspect choices. Halo 2, Battlefield 3, World of Warcraft, Black Ops 1. Interesting. I'll, I will give him... I will give him a couple of those, but some of those, yeah. no. And then my friend, uh, uh, Becca Hopper, hers were Skyrim, Destiny 2, Breath of the Wild, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Mine were Breath of the Wild, Skyrim, Apex Legends, and then out of left field, <laughs> I posted my opinion <laughs> and put Pokemon Soul Silver, which and is... I can't I can't accept that. <laughs> it's the best remake in the series. I'm standing by it. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. However, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if a remake can qualify unless it is a top top tier remake. I'm talking like top tier. It's the definitive way to play the generation second generation of Pokemon. The definitive way. I'll give you. I'll give you as that. of right now. As of right now, yes, I'll give you. I'll give you that. I just don't know. That would be like someone saying my favorite Pokemon game <clears throat> is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. I don't think I could accept that. Oh, They're I remakes. could. I, you're right. I could not accept that because they changed just enough to make it different than yeah uh, the originals. Whereas Fire Red and Leaf Green just brought it up into that current generation. Um, and that's what just, Soul Silver and Heart Gold did. Yeah, I just don't know. I just I just don't and I love those games, by the mm-hmm. way. And you know I, I love I love Heart Gold and Soul Silver a mm-hmm. lot. I just don't know if a remake <laughs> is worthy of a top four. Cause why wouldn't you just pick gold or silver? Because I um I didn't spend as much time with the original gold and silver as I did with Soul Silver. Okay. See, like, it it'd be different if it was like something like the Resident Evil Two remake. That is like a top tier remake of a game. Yeah. So like, if if it was like that, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can give you that. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, can a remake qualify? <laughs> <laughs> I came at you. I was bored at work. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but I and then and then he was and so then after this. I, I gave him a hard time. He's like, why don't you just tweet your list, you coward? And then it took me about an hour to get over my cowardice. But I decided to tweet my list, and I'll share it. Um, so my list is um, in no particular order. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Excellent. number one for me. Um, but in no order. Yeah, but, but yeah, <laughs> number, one, number one on my list, but in no particular order in terms of like, you know what, screw it. Star Wars Knights of the Republic is top of my list. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number two is Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect 2 is a better game, but I didn't, but like the, I wasn't wowed as much as I was by the first Mass Effect. Yep. It was the way that they talk about Shepard and the theme is playing and Shepard's walking through the ship and it pans up to his face, the face that you like sculpted and made for him and all that stuff. Like just the, Perfect intro of a game for me. And then the game went on and was pretty good, too. So um, my game that's number three on my list is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. It is my all-time favorite Zelda 2D game. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I bought the remake for Switch, and I also have Zelda Breath of the Wild, and because of that, I haven't played Link's Awakening yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but it's a great game. Um, it was the first Zelda game that I actually finished as well. So, and my number four on my list is Super Mario Sunshine. It was the first ever Mario game that I ever finished, 3D or 2D. Hmm. Um, so Super Mario Sunshine was the first one that I ever finished. Um, and then I didn't buy anything Nintendo related for a long time and missed out on great Mario games like Super Mario Galaxy. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to fix that because it's Mario's 35th birthday. Yeah, it is. That's way older than that, canonically, I assume. He's been around for a while. So there it is. There's my, there's my list. I think Super Mario Sunshine is also better than Mario 64. So um, I'll put that out there. But Mario Sunshine is considered to be like the black sheep of the Mario 3D games mm-hmm. because it's a voice, it's a fully voice acted game. Yeah, and the voice so acting not, not great. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. Do you uh got anything for movie or TV show 20 questions for me? Do. Let me let me pull let me pull this up. All right, we're here. What a smooth transition. Yeah, I know, right? Buttery smooth. (laughs) All right. Was this show, or did the show start before January 1st, 2010? Before? Yes. Okay. Is the show, or does the show have more than five seasons? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did the show? Yeah. Did the show end before? Did the show end before 2010? Oh yeah. Okay. So more than five seasons started and ended before 2010. Mm. Um. Hooray! My package got delivered. Um, sorry, FedEx <laughs> updates. You know, um, started in, Did the show start before two thousand? Yes. Did the show start before nineteen ninety five? It did. Before nineteen ninety. Yeah. Is this an eighties show? It is an eighties show. Okay, that's seven questions. Um. Mm. No, it's not an 80s show. I say it's not an 80s show. Did this show start in the 80s? Yes, but I wouldn't call it an 80s show. Okay. Is this? Did this show appear on one of the four major networks? NBC, <laughs> ABC, Fox, CBS? No. <laughs> okay. Is this a comedy? No. Drama? No. Is this a cartoon? Okay, that's 12. Is this a Nickelodeon show? No. Disney? No. Cartoon Network? Yes. Okay. I don't know this era of Cartoon Network. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, that was 15. I should get a hint. 
Um, I was about to give it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you this one. This show has recently seen um, itself come back in recent years. Seen a show recently come back in recent years. Seen. Hmm. Just needed some boss battle music. <laughs> Final Fantasy three coming at you. Um. Did this show? Revolve around. Uh, oh, did the show... Characters in the show have superpowers? Sure. Sure? Sure, why not? Specify what you mean by superpowers. Uh, like, they were created with superpowers? No. Okay. <clears throat> Are there three main characters? No. There's a lot more than that. A lot more than that. Well, I say the the series mostly follows one character, but I think there are a lot of characters that could be considered main characters. Okay. Did this show revolve around a non-human? Yeah. So an animal? No. Okay. I literally have no idea what this was, and I, I was 18. Um, I got Would you like another hint? Sure. <laughs> Alright, so the show originally aired in the 80s, but... It, it it showed its lovely face in the United States in the mid nineties. I gotcha. Um, is this show anime? Yes. Is its power level over nine thousand? Some might say it is. Is this Dragon Ball Z? It is Dragon Ball Z. I should have just, just let you sink. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I for, I completely forgot that that was a Cartoon Network. It was. And when you said it doesn't revolve around non-human, I said, yep, Goku's a Saiyan. Yeah, it's, it's not- so true. That's so true. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, how could you? Play Chala Head Chala. Play the actual theme song. Okay. Play the actual theme song to Dragon Ball Z. This is like the three-minute version. 
All right, <laughs> enough victory music. Uh, <laughs> so we are back with one apiece. Peace. I mean, I still technically have the lead for the season because I got four in a row. But I mean, who's keeping keep, keeping track of that? As far as I'm concerned, we're just one and one right now. So, <laughs> so should we change? We did an entire month or two of like TV shows. We could change to what? All right. What if we did the box a little bit here? What if we did? Let's go. Let's go to video games. Okay, I'm down for that. Going to video games. You heard it here first, folks. Next week is video game. Twenty questions, just like Game Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. You know what? This has been a great episode. Um, I am your host, Aaron Weiss. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Weiss is Right. Find the podcast on Instagram at Weisscast. Uh, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Weisscast. Um, if you have any questions or feedback, feedback at Weisscast.com. Um, I really do check it regularly. I say I don't check it regularly, but I do. Uh, <laughs> just, just, uh, just, just leave us some feedback. Um, if you want to give us a rating, do that on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you listen to it on Apple, um, I don't know if I have any other things. So, Brian, your your spiel. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bkstinson08. Um, I I post there sometimes. I look there often, but I don't post there that often. But I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix that since you know we're we're in quarantine. So yeah, I'm gonna step my game up. Time to step the game up. Now, I'm going to hit you with some outro music. It will be um, a remix of Nate's theme from Uncharted. Ooh. And I'm really looking forward to it. So enjoy. Prepare your ears for it. Um, I, once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Weisscast. My headphones are dying, and (laughs) we will catch you next week. Stay safe out there.